Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. It's Thursday, the 5th of November, 2009. The German Chancellor goes green in the U.S. Congress. Plus, the ups and downs, high drama, and a huge twist today in the roller coaster ride of Senate climate legislation. Um, I think it is unfortunate that party of no has now devolved to the party of no show. Unfortunate indeed. All of that plus Al Gore straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Prepare for six minutes of green news and snarky comment. Al Gore will be on the program. He is a tireless advocate for the environment. Even insisted that before the show he be kept in a green room. (laughs) You tell him, John, this is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. You've heard our reports on the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and their shameless assaults on climate change legislation. Now it's your turn to push back. Please go to StopTheChamber.com and sign the petition demanding an investigation and accountability for the Chamber's irresponsible behavior. Sign on at StopTheChamber.com. You're needed at StopTheChamber.com. Okay, a roller coaster indeed, Des. This was uh, That's putting it mildly. Yeah, quite a move today, this entire week. Tell us what you got. Well, the pressure is on in the Senate to pass climate legislation with only 32 days to go before the big international climate negotiations in Copenhagen. German Chancellor Angela Merkel spoke before a joint session of Congress this week, marking the 20th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall, but also stepping firmly into domestic politics, calling on Congress to tear down the wall, stalling comprehensive climate and clean energy legislation, saying it If America and Europe show readiness to accept binding obligations, we can persuade China and India to follow. Democrats gave her a standing ovation, but Republicans sat on their hands. Yes, they did. German papers even reported they uh, Republicans grumbled at uh, some of her statements there. That same disagreement caused quite a bit of drama in the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee this week. As we reported earlier, Republicans, led by Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma, succeeded in stalling the climate bill by not showing up for work, denying the committee a quorum unless their demands were met. As you heard earlier, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse blasted the Republican boycott. And I hope that they reconsider their strategy here because I don't think it's good for them. I don't think it's good for the country. I don't think it's good for the legislative process. I think it is a mistake and I hope it's reconsidered. Uh, Yeah, it's not good for them. And well, as we will learn in our twist still to come today. Yes, committee chair Barbara Boxer had tried to make some concessions to entice Republicans back to the table to no avail. And then last night in an interview with MSNBC's Rachel Maddow, former Vice President Al Gore predicted Congress would pass something in time for Copenhagen. I also believe, by the way, that the Senate is going to pass climate and energy legislation before Copenhagen. I know the Las Vegas betting is the other way, and and my view is not widely shared, but there is much more dialogue and progress behind the scenes than than is visible publicly, and I, I think there's an excellent chance that we will get legislation. Now, when you and I both heard that last night, uh, you were dubious. You, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't. I thought it was going to be completely stalled. Well, because as of yesterday, Barbara Boxer was talking about making these concessions. The uh, Republicans wanted an EPA study to be done. Which would take another five, five weeks, weeks minimum. Wouldn't be done in time for Copenhagen. You said, no way. Al Gore's got it wrong. But then, sure enough, this morning, Boxer bucked tradition and used a procedural maneuver, voting to report the bill out of committee without going through markup so that it can continue through the legislative process, saying it's unfortunate we had to go the route we did, but the Senate can't be paralyzed. And in fact, the Republicans were counting on the fact that this would not move out of the committee because there's a committee rule that there must be at least 
two members of the opposing party in on these hearings uh, when they vote a, a bill out of committee, correct? That's after they've gone through markup. So what they've done is Boxer decided to just skip the markup, which allows them to use the rule to report it out of committee. That was a huge move. Work right around the Republicans in the committee and take the vote anyway. And it worked. Only one Democrat voted to keep the bill in committee. You'll never guess who. Max Baucus of Montana. Who has been uh, one of the guys blocking uh, health care and, yes, a very corporatist Democrat, I think it's fair to say. The climate bill is now in the hands of Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. Uh-oh. And to assist in the effort, Senator John Kerry this week announced a tripartisan effort to help condense the committee process. Kerry is partnering with independent Joe Lieberman and Republican Lindsey Graham. Senator Graham defended his support for moving forward. The green economy is coming, and those countries who follow will pay a price. Those nations who lead in creating the new green economy for the world uh, will make, make money. Now, of course, this will mean that the Democrats will likely make concessions, perhaps uh, going for specific target caps in exchange for more support for nuclear and offshore drilling. They've got to get it through, what, five more committees in the Senate before they can vote on the House floor? Yes, five more committees, including the Finance Committee, which is chaired by Democrat Max Baucus. Okay. And it's only going to get more contentious in the legislative process, as the Center for Responsive Politics notes this week that lobbying money spent on climate legislation has exploded this year, with fossil fuel companies outspending Greek groups by five to one. We will continue to follow this roller coaster and find out if uh, Desi's right, that it won't get passed before Copenhagen, or if Al Gore is. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can also download our reports automatically to your computer or iPod at iTunes.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your roller coaster ride of a Green News report. <laughs> <laughs>